business third episode of the new season in the books with me and michael and today we have a very special guest kind of expanded outside the high school for this one into the community but i'm not going to give away any more we're going to allow michael to introduce that guest as he usually does so michael take it away thank you very much chase for over a decade they've embroidered all of loveland ohio from apparel for school spirit to athletics to awareness initiatives they do it all their company honors the sacred loveland elpaw through their high quality garments they are David and Tammy Terry of RP Diamond. All right, we are here with Mr. and Mrs. T Terry, right? That's, yeah. So uh, could you guys introduce yourselves, your backgrounds and your current business? Well, I'm, I'm David Terry, my wife, Tammy Terry. Um, we're lifelong residents of uh, Laughlin, both born and raised here. Uh, high school sweethearts, been married for 33 years. Um, got two boys and their names actually the one, the R and the P and in the diamond. Oh, wow. I was just about wow. to ask about that. <laughs> yeah. The R's for Ryan. He was named after Ryan Sandberg and the P's for Peyton. He was named after Peyton Manning and the diamond is simply because baseball is my favorite sport. Oh, all right. I mean, are you Peyton Manning? Are you a Colts fan? Or I was, fan? not okay. now. Oh. And then I became a Broncos fan and now. Uh, but it all started yeah. from UT. University yeah. Tennessee. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, if you guys could just give us like a kind of a history of RP Diamond, just kind of how it started, you know, what you guys kind of did to get here to get to this point you're at now. Well, really, you were at a trade show and, and met a guy, right? That was doing screen printing. And, and they started I was at talking. a dry cleaning convention in Las Vegas, and I met this guy on my break time and uh, just kind of stood off to the side and kind of watched what he was doing. Um, Thought it was kind of neat, but didn't have time for it. I was an operations manager, as I said, for a local dry cleaner. And fast forward, uh, things didn't work out well there. Um, I picked the phone up, called the guy. Um, he remembered this, you? This is probably four years after the fact. And he remembered my first and last name and, and oh, wow. the trade show I was at. And I said, I'm sold. <laughs> Box it up and ship it to me. So we started in the basement. Yeah, we had a very small um, manual uh, forehead. Still printing. have it. It's yeah. against the wall it's over there. The wall. Uh, and, and to do the screen printing. And then I he, called him up. I said, do you know anyone that knows anything? You guys offer embroidery equipment. I've got a lot of people asking for embroidered items. And he uh, hooked me up with a company down in uh, Florida. And I bought a single head, uh, which means basically it can do one piece at a time. Uh Brought that down into the basement, and then people started coming to us asking for names like on the back of soccer jerseys or baseball jerseys. So I went out and bought the equipment for that, or we did. Yeah. So we were basically, when we first started out, we were doing this at night because I still, I had a full-time job. You still had a full-time job. You didn't. No, I had a part-time part okay, job. Okay, you had the part-time job. So we would come home after our full-time jobs and work in the basement at night, and we would make product and... The funny, the thing I love to tell the most is we had a big blue bin that sat on our front porch. So when we got done with an order, we would put the merchandise in the bin with the person's name on it. And there could be multiple orders in there. 
and there was a little plastic box there that people had to put their money in. So all day long, Honor system. <laughs> all day long, that thing's unattended. People coming and going, putting money in, taking their stuff out, and never, ever did anybody steal or not pay. Um, and yeah, that, I think that's that for years. we did that for at least all the way up until we moved here. Yeah, and so, I, I just I love telling that story just because six years Loveland. We love Loveland. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and it just reflects what a good community we live in. But um, but it got to a point. I mean, when we first started. Uh, we would get down to like $20 in the account and we would say, well, we tried, right? And I cashed in my entire 401k yeah. that I had accumulated once right. since I started working. And I said, I said, you got to go back to work. It's not working. We're not, it's not going to make it. And then the next job would come in. We could go another month and then we'd another month yeah. and then another month. And then we, we hooked up with the boosters and, um, and we made a presentation several years ago. It's probably back in 14. Uh, they brought three or four companies in individually to make a presentation because they wanted they didn't want to take care of Spiritware themselves. They wanted an outside company to do that. We made our presentation. Um, they met, made a decision and said, you guys bring the most to the table. You're willing to do the most for the organization. You're hired. So then we kind of came up with a game plan met with the, the gal that used to uh, run the spirit wear for them. Um, she kind of told us what she did and how she went about it. Um, and we kind of just drafted up our own game plan. So we started setting up at Friday night football games and then we and were doing some, and doing some basketball yeah, games. And then we built the online store, but that was it. And we still, you know, if we weren't doing a sale up at the school, the stuff was in a box in our garage. And if somebody wasn't ordering online, the stuff just sat. So we said, man, we got to have a store. We right? got like we can 20 Rubbermaid, yeah. huge Rubbermaid totes yeah. stacked up. And so when somebody placed an order, you're, you're out going there, through each tote yeah, trying to 20, find. <laughs> 20 degrees outside and you're out there in a toboggan and a jacket going through trying to find where this stuff is to fill an order. It's kind of crazy. So we decided we needed a store. So we you got decided this. decided we needed a well, store because I, I, I wasn't going to say gonna that. <laughs> so we got this spot right here. And this actually was the store. This area yeah. we're sitting we're in right, sitting now. There right now. So it was it was this small when we first started, and then the production was where where it is right now. And so we can only put out so much yeah. stuff. So in the summertime, the summertime was stuff out. And then we box that up. And something then we wasn't put selling. We bring we go back there yeah. and grab a tub that had different stuff in it. We just kept rotating the stock, trying to see what worked. Yeah. Um, and then we came in one day, and the guy next door was totally gone. And we said, called the landlord and said, "Can I knock a hole in the wall?" <laughs> And we moved that over there, and then this came our work area. Um, but Tori's been with us from the beginning, and then um, Peyton. Peyton started when he was in high school. When he was, yeah, was going to school. He would come down here after school and work for two or three hours with me, close the place up, and yeah. then. And then Ryan went off to college, and when he got out of college, uh, he dabbled in some other stuff. And we finally said, "Hey, why don't you just, you know, we want to give this to you at the end." To both of them. Why don't mm -hmm. you come back and work here? And so he's been here. And now Peyton, who was in the Air Force for six years and just got out. Just got out. So he came back. <laughs> so it's truly all family. Kinda Evan's been with us for. Evan went to, to Loveland. He graduated last year. So he's been with us for three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he started here when he was 15. Mm -hmm. 
what you you brought up how it's like a family family run business how has that dynamic been like because obviously you said you had some hardships starting out that what did that kind of like cause troubles with your I, I, that's a bad question no, i can't no, i can't no, ask that no cousins. because like uh, i'm not trying to ask that but like i'm not trying to ask my like marital problems or anything like that <laughs> i'm trying to ask like is it harder to do that with a family-run business? Has it been hard trying to deal with that stuff with a family-run business? At the beginning, it was kind of hard because we didn't know each other's role. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. started screen I was, Yeah, I started – well, okay. At square one, I did everything because all we had was screen printing. And then we brought uh, that direct-to-garment, which is still another version of printing – and then when I brought the embroidery machine, or we bought the embroidery machine, it it started that it, I was getting busy on both sides. It was hard to keep up. So she came down one night, and it was, you know, I'm talking like months into the business. She's like, that looks like fun. Can I give that a try? And I said, here, I got orders to do over here in the embroidery. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of didn't know who was doing what. I wouldn't say... There's always conflict. Um, and it's obviously different when you still got to go home, share a bed at night, and the whole nine yards. But um, I think the goal was there, and we knew what we were trying to accomplish. Um, we still have a little com- competitive fire in our bellies. And uh, so I think we ultimately, the problems weren't nearly what you would expect them to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tori will be the first one to tell you it gets to be a hoot in here every once in a while because mm-hmm. we'll go at it. I mean, <laughs> but again, we're all still trying trying to achieve that one goal, and that's to run a successful business. And I think the better days are far outnumbering oh, yeah. the, the bad days. Yeah. You, you guys said you you know you love Loveland like as a community um, so far, and so have you guys had any like opportunities like with Loveland? Like I know you do stuff for the school. Like I, me, I've I played for high school teams. I've come here to get sweatshirts and shirts and stuff like that. So have you had like a favorite like event or initiative that you've done with Talk high school? About your event. <laughs> so did you know, did you know to ask that question or was that just part of this? No, this is, no, this is right here. We, we have a script here. We made it like a week ago. Yeah. So um, back when we were growing up, uh, the strip center was here. It was built in the fifties where we're at. Uh, UDF was in here at the time, which that old building that's now yeah. the laundromat, UDF ended up going out there, but there was a Santa hut house, house, if you will, that was parked closer to the other end, front of Becker's Drugs, Thriftway. Oh, I I, I saw that. Um, that. So the day after Thanksgiving, everybody in the community came to this parking lot and it was roped off out there. And Santa came in and was dropped off in a helicopter on, on Black Friday, if you will. And he'd go sit in his house, and the kids would line up. You'd go in there, sit on Santa's lap, tell him what you wanted, get your candy cane, and you're off. Well, Santa was there, I'd say, on and off for about the next three weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And uh, so anytime your parents came down, you were like, oh, yeah, I'll go with you. So you could jump back in, see Santa, get another candy cane. So um, I was on Facebook about five years ago, and – a picture of that dilapidated Santa house was off of Schlotman Road in a field. And it just made me think about, oh, we kind of reminisced about that was a cool thing for the community, cool for us. 
So I talked to my good friend, R. Jarvis, Jarvis Global Investments. Uh, anyway, just <laughs> uh, said, I got this idea. What do you think about it? And uh, we all kind of kicked it around and said, let's bring this back. And he knew somebody that's in the, the shed building business. And uh, I just sent this guy an email based on my recollection of what it was to me. And I don't think anybody could have come any closer no, than this guy built this shed, disassembled it, brought it here, reassembled it, stuck it out in the parking lot. And so we that was the start of Santa Land. Uh, we weren't allowed to put it in front because of the fire lane. So we put it out in the corner of the parking lot and um, just kind of social media and said, hey, come visit Santa. We really didn't know what we were getting into. I think we had, we, we uh, hired a face painter, a character artist, and some, some balloon elves. Mm -hmm. Did we have the train the first year? I can't remember. Yeah, I think we did. And so we just made like a three-hour event in the parking lot for kids, free of charge. Um, we, and then since then, we've, we've been doing this. This will be the fourth year, fifth year. Um we keep, we keep adding to it. So now last year we had an Alpine slide. Hopefully we've got another surprise this year, but it's a free event to the community. It's typically the first Saturday, um, in December. Um, we used to run it at night. We found we like running it better in the daytime. So it's usually noon, noon to three. Um, and again, I said, it's free. Kids show up, do whatever they want, see Santa, take a train ride, yeah. get their face painted. But you've partnered with Life Food Pantry. So all during that time, yeah. we're collecting um, toys. Um, New unwrapped toys yeah. and canned goods. And then they have an event the following week at the Masonic Lodge where they basically open the doors and allow kids in need to come in there and have a little shopping spree with their parents for Christmas. So... Uh, been a good good event. We've it's been, been a great event because uh, the first year that we did it, and actually every year after we do it, to see people come back and just come up to us and say thanks. We remember, remember this when we were kids, and now I get to share it with my kid. And we're like, yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. That's yeah. exactly why we did this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's our that's our marquee event. We do partner with Life Food Pantry on a lot of different things. I would say that that's our number one. Mm -hmm. uh, Charity. charity that we that we like to give to yeah yeah I, I i think that's really great that you do stuff like outside of like just the business aspect like you guys are i, I feel like i see you your logo just everywhere at all the events just like all over loveland and i i just think that's like really cool that you're like more than a business you're really just like a community mm -hmm. and you're helping out the community uh i know you've done a lot of like initiatives with it's kind of a touchy subject obviously but like the 988 and uh ben morrison i i was his teammate so i was pretty involved with that um like can you kind of talk about that a little bit like your experiences with yeah setting so that we've up? done a couple different uh grant wolf pack oh um, yeah that we too did yeah. that um so we coach hit, parker, coach parker. Mm -hmm. so well you know uh there was another lady for the life of me i think it was uh laura it's the only the only name i know her by but People will come to us, not necessarily the individual, but maybe a family member or a friend, and they say, hey, I know somebody that has cancer, or I, I know somebody that's sick, or I know this. Can you help us maybe raise some money? We're like, yes, 100%. So we, we create a website, 
based on what they want. It could be multiple things, could be one thing. Um, we share it out on Facebook, get it out to as many people as we possibly can. And then we donate back money to their fund. Um, and like I said, we've done a lot of those um, mm -hmm. where, where you, you're glad that you can help, but you're so sad for the reason why you're making it. Mm -hmm. um, example, the whole time I was making those shirts for Ben, I was in tears because I didn't want to be making those shirts. But we got to help out Tori. And from that, she's done this golf outing and we've been able to assist her with that. And, you know, she's been able to give kids scholarships mm -hmm. um, from this. So it's kind of a bittersweet. Um, you guys, obviously being a self-started business, how has that uh, just like transformed your view of any local business? Because obviously you guys, you, you love the love and community, but any other local businesses, like, I mean, it's, it's a hard question to ask, but like when you look at a local business that's also self-started, do you have like any advice for them? Because obviously this is a business podcast. People are listening to this to. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's a question. Yeah. Like general business Advice, advice for starting your own business. I have a game plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't be like us in the beginning, you know, have roles, rules, and goals as opposed to being wishy-washy. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I, if I had to do all over again, I would probably laid out, you know, have, have more policy procedure in place, kind of had more of a guidebook or general theme, if you will, mantra. Um, but we really didn't know what we were getting into. We'd actually been in business prior to that. Mm -hmm. uh, Tammy and I, along with her parents, owned a uh, pizzeria franchise back in the uh, early 90s. Um, so it was our, wasn't our first stab, um, but that was a franchise. And there's a big difference because they have everything I just told you about mm -hmm. all in that one box or that continue. So you've got, you've got the guidelines on how to do it. This one was kind of willy-nilly. I would just say, you know, be passionate about what you're doing because if you're passionate, you'll find a way through it regardless. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest key. You're you're gonna you're gonna stumble. You're gonna skin your knees up a few times, probably more often than not. Um, but you got to be able to get up, dust yourself off, and continue to move forward. Because if if it you know can't pound the square peg through the round hole. Um, sometimes you make mistakes and we've made plenty of them along the way, but you've got to be a bigger person to be able to step back and say, okay, how the heck did I screw this up for the fourth time? What do I need to do? And that might require you getting with someone else or someone else's opinion from the outside. It has a different perspective. Um, but yeah. yeah and we also had a, we've been lucky in the connections that we've made through this business. Um, where we've had people that can help, you know, yeah. help us give us suggestions, um, you know, have recommendations for us. So don't feel like you have to be in it by yourself. Ask, yeah. ask for help. Cause we, well, I, I mean, my high school job, La Rosa's used to be over in Chopper's Haven in the Plaza. I started there when I was 15, um, six months after I started working there, the gentleman that owned it sold it. And it was, uh, Sam David and his two brothers that bought it. So I've known Sam since I've been 15 years old and he's always kind of been a mentor and brought me along and moved me up the management ladder. I worked for them for eight years. Uh, couldn't tell you how valuable 
the training and support I got because Sam is was never a boss. We just always hit it off. I mean, he was he was a friend that kind of took me under his wing and kind of gave me a little tutelage and just, you know, helped me grow up as a young kid and uh, learning some management skills. And still today are good friends with him. Mm -hmm speak to him at least once a week and yeah, we asked um, him a lot of questions and you know just a valuable resource he's much appreciated mm -hmm. bart was another one mm -hmm. from a financial standpoint i mean you know not yeah that's that's not my forte we make shirts and banners and mm -hmm. hats and all that stuff and so you know get good solid people around you you don't have to be the smartest guy in the room you just need to be the smartest guy in that room and just how to get the people around you to help you, yeah. you know, sell your vision to them and they will help yep. push you along the way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, could you kind of talk about like how, you, what you've done with uh, Loveland Athletics? I think you hinted at uh, doing that earlier, but uh, if you go more into detail, kind of what, what you've been able to do for Loveland Athletics and how long you've been doing, like making spirit wear and, you do jerseys, right? Like you. Well, we we have kind of a, a relationship with another company where they kind of do the team uniforms. Okay. And we're the spirit wear. And the and the new AD made made a very good point when we had a meeting with him. It was like, you know, XYZ companies on the field, RP Diamonds off the field. Yeah. Okay. So and it made, made a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Um, where you know. With that being said, we've also been a lifesaver for some of the teams because. You know, once their team stuff has been made, that's it. They don't, they can't go back and ask for one more shirt where they'll call us and say, hey, we had a late person start. Can you make a shirt? And I said, well, I can make something similar, but it obviously is not going to be the same thing. So we kind of built that relationship with the liaisons and, and some of the coaches where, you know, if you need something, we're here. If you can't get it there, you can get it from us. It doesn't matter if it's one thing. We'll... We're, that's why we're here. We want to be that person for you. We want to, you, we, we don't want to let you have to worry about that. You have a player on your team that doesn't have a Jersey. Call us. So we started, you know, we started making connections with the youth organizations, which made us have connections with the high school. And we started with the liaisons and said, Hey, you don't need to worry about doing a order form and collecting money and picking out stuff. You come down here, tell us the kind of things you're looking for, the logos you want on there, and you're done. You don't have to distribute it. You don't have to collect money. And they were just like, what? Really? That's as easy as it is? And we're like, yeah, that's as easy as it is. Let us do that work. You worry about your kids and, <laughs> and you watch them play and let us do that. So um, that's kind of where, where, what we've been able to offer to the athletic department and all, all the different teams. And we've got pretty much every sport that, that comes to us. I don't think there's too many that don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for the most part, we, yeah. we have them all. Yeah. Um, I think this is the last question we have for you actually. Um, obviously not trying to spoil anything or anything, but if you guys know of any projects or anything that you'd like to do in the future, with, I mean, literally anybody, it could be, it could be any business, doesn't matter, but any projects or plans planned for the future that. Something came to my mind, but I don't know if you want to say it. <laughs> Whisper to me real we, quick. 
<laughs> so, so I don't want to spoil oh, anything, yeah. but I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's you can go ahead. Max. Okay, so I don't like, think it's going to happen this year. Uh, it, yeah. So one of the things you know, we talked about the Santa Land, right? So right now he comes in on a fire truck. He starts down at the fire department, comes in on a fire truck through Loveland, and comes here, and he just doesn't get enough attention that mm -hmm. he needs to get. So something that we've been and they doing, won't let me drop a helicopter yes, in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> they won't let us do that. <laughs> so we we thought, you know, what can we do? You know, what what can we do to make this event bigger? Macy Parade comes to my mind, right? Mm -hmm. That's when you see Santa, yeah. right? Thanksgiving, he's the last one yeah. that comes through. So it's like, why don't we have a winter parade in Loveland? The homecoming parade is a big, huge event. Yeah, exactly. In Loveland. The winter sports don't get to do anything with that. No, no exactly. So we thought, bring out, let them all walk. Santa would be the last guy coming yep. down in the sleigh. Oh. So that's that'll be cool. Sure that that I love that. Cool. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. Okay. To involve the winter sports, fall in winter sports, um, to involve you know obviously the band and anybody else that would want to be in it, even yeah. the youth sports, you know. Yeah. Um, just to just it's a big project that we just right now I, I just didn't I don't have enough time yeah. we don't have enough yeah. time to plan that would be where I would more than likely try to put a committee together and put someone in charge of that to mm -hmm. get that done mm -hmm. outside of this yeah but they yeah. have to have that passion because this that's that's a huge thing if, you know you guys don't get it because you weren't here you know but that was when she says when she said that we have folks that are our age or or around our age, they came in here and said, wow, you brought back such a great memory. That yeah. gave me chills yeah. because that's what it's all about. Yeah. And uh, with them being able to share that now with their grandkids uh, is huge. So if we can make that bigger and better, yeah. uh, that's kind of something we really, really want to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you have the connections to make that happen, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really excited to see how that comes together. Yeah. And, um, I do have one more question. Sorry, okay, Chase. Yeah, no, no. yeah. Um, another partnership that you guys have done is us, Tigers Inc. Um, how has that been this year? I'm, I'm good friends with Alex Sleda and Tyler Huff. So is Chase. Yeah. So have you guys spent a lot of time with them? It seems like they're with uh, your sons a little bit more often. But yeah. How how has it been? So last year, it was good because we met with them. But we kind of, you know, it's kind of that whole I don't want to say changing of the guard, but here's the keys. It's your turn mm -hmm. to drive. So we've kind of let him start driving that. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I, I mean, you know, put somebody in place that's better than you are. And I'm quite frankly, not a social media guru. That, it, I don't like it. I'm not on there very much. But that's right up his alley. And he's close enough in age that they still talk the same lingo. They're still on the same page. They get it. Um, so we'll let them run with it because he's good at that. They're good at that. They're obviously what the kid came in here and said, we were up 3,000% or something on on likes on something they did from last week. We oh, really? 5,000 people check us out on something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's but that is one thing that we always said is how do we get to you guys? You know, the moms, the dads come in the store but you guys don't. How do we get you guys excited about RP Diamond? Are we not offering the right things? Do you guys want something else? And I think with the Tigers Inc., that's kind of 
brought a little bit more of the younger people around, um, having the younger people maybe thinking more about RP Diamond from what you know they're doing on social media. So I, it's it was great last year. I think it's going to be even better this year because um, it was a little bit of a learning curve on some of the things that they did last year. They did like a couple, two or three pop of those pop-up shops. shops yeah. yeah. That were, mm -hmm. that was, I mean, it was good for the group. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we like partnering because, you know, I, I, I was a huge shop guy yeah. because we had shop when I went to high school. So it was, it was neat to learn, you know, uh, a quarter of woodworking, quarter of metals, quarter of drafting, quarter of graphic arts. That was kind of it, unless you pursued one of them specifically. You guys are on like the ground floor of what I consider a, a great program. You guys are getting put on track to to have a lot more business savvy than we ever thought of at 18 years old, getting like to graduate high school. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a tremendous program. And like she said, it's kind of new and we're trying to feel our way through, trying to make sure that we help guide you guys in the right direction as well. But uh um, I love it. We love being part of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's just going to keep getting better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I yeah. think, is that all we have? That is everything that <laughs> I have. I, I have to pick up a shirt here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but right. but yeah, that's, that's all we have for this podcast. All right. Thank you guys well, for, thank you for having much. us here. Yeah. It was yeah. great. <laughs> that it was. If you want to find more information about RP Diamond, you can find them at RP Diamond Print underscore embroidery on their Instagram. You can find them at, at RP Diamond Print on Twitter. And if you're looking to actually go to the business, 368 Loveland Madeira Road. Thank you for listening again.